You have reached the Geek Elite. Good luck. the fantastical football podcast this is the week four matchup is this week four guys week five week four week four week four and for the first time celebrating his first victory we have brian yeah 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 round of applause all right (laughs) all right he beat me but i'm happy i'm happy for my co-worker Hey, we we both got the one and three record. It's okay. It's okay. It's bounce back time. Technically, <laughs> technically, you're still in line for that Geeko. All right, for last place because I no wait, no. I think Candace is. Candace is at one and three as well, and she is the one with the least amount of points. Has there ever been a tie in fantasy football? No, no. Like um, scoring at the end. Oh, you know what? For scoring, yes. Yeah. Scoring, yes. There, there's totally a possibility that we have two geekos at the end of the year and two champs at the. Well, no, just one champ because uh, they win the championship game. Oh. But two geekos if they have the same record and the same amount of points. Yeah. And then, and then I'm going to think of some creative way to do a tiebreaker, or yeah. we, they just share the geeko. I don't know. We'll see. Okay. Depends on how diabolical I feel. But with that being said, we also have Candace joining us on What's up? the Discord channel. What's up, Candace? What's up, everybody? And then we have Big D again. Big Woo-hoo. D. Which right. one's Big D? That would be Daniel, Danny the Destroyer. Danny yep. the Destroyer, all right. Team all right. manager of the Tempe Super Cami team. Okay, okay. And then Is he, is he here with us? He is. I heard him, and then... Oh, my mic. Uh, sorry. Keep moving. <laughs> there we go. I'm here. Yay. Bro, you have mic problems. Sorry. So, mic check 212. Come on. That's that's my name. I am your host, Mike Check. <laughs> I, I am with you today on the Discord chat. <laughs> and we have John. Big up, yo. John. Big J. <laughs> the original Big D. The big <laughs> Tiger Eggplant is here today with us. What's up, guys? How was your weekend? Excellent. How about yours? Excellent. Man, I got drunk. I did a photo shoot. And that is up on social media. It got a lot of likes. I did not want that shit going viral. I hope it didn't. <laughs> Because that was, you know, not my best stuff. You know what? You look so happy doing it, though. Yeah. yeah no, I had a great time, though. Like, dude, uh, I, I believe I consumed maybe one and a half or maybe two shots of moonshine. And nice. I was pretty much out. 
Uh, I had everyone there to kind of like tell me which poses to do because my creative mindset was just gone. And I was just going based on what everyone was telling me. I I'd even did a a crumb picture from the Ah Real Monsters episode. So, yeah, <laughs> I, I had a topless photo shoot. What can I say? <laughs> <laughs> and that didn't go viral? No, man, I did. I hope not. Shit. <laughs> Unless y'all want to talk about some like plus size male body body positivity <laughs> shit. Like that should go viral, actually. <laughs> All you plus size men <laughs> unite. That is us. <laughs> you look really good in your, in your photos, Mikey. Oh, thank you, Candace. I appreciate it. Candace was all like, like, she was like, you can tell you lost 100 pounds, Mike. I'm super, so proud of you. And then I was like, yeah, let me take off the shirt. Let me do this shit. Live defensively. Yeah, Mike, just to go back. All right, someone's watching NBA playoffs. I can hear it. <laughs> Not me. All right, we need score updates, but when last I checked, the Lakers were down by four. The yeah. Lakers are up by two right now. Oh, snap. That's a close game. Lakers are up. Then LeBron James is playing awful. <laughs> this is a football podcast, people. Let's keep it. Oh, snap. Oh, okay. Okay, okay, so Candace is keeping us on point. Candace, uh, check this real quick. Yeah. Daniel, I know that you had an interesting weekend. Uh, yes. we, tried, we tried to record a partner podcast with Mitch. It was a drunk Mitch podcast, but all we got was <laughs> drunk Daniel. And uh, how did that go, Daniel? Big Not deep. fun. No? Not fun at all. Let's know, Daniel. <laughs> Isn't he the one with the mic problems? Yeah. He, he, yeah. Oh, gosh. I'll, I'll explain the mic problems. Uh, but, Daniel, you did not have fun? <laughs> no. What? I got blackout drunk and I passed out. I threw up, apparently. <laughs> so we oh, try and, to have... And, a, you got, and you got humped on by a dog. Oh, yeah. 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 I just, wanted to leave that out. Thanks, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun. The dog we, we, <laughs> we contemplating drawing a penis on your face, but I was just like, no, nah, man. <laughs> This is this is enough right here. Like uh, I would have hated you. Mitch took a photo of you passed out on his couch, and I believe that's going to go up on social media. Just being like attempt number one at drunk comic book history. And I feel somewhat responsible. I do, and let me explain why. Okay. Because leading up to it, right, you had showed me how to make uh, the best old fashioned in the world. Thank you very much, by the way. You're welcome. Uh, and. While you were passed out, I made another one downstairs, and it was just like the way you had made it. I, I would have made you proud, by the way. You didn't oh, get to okay. try because you were passed out on the couch. But quick, quick question: but, What is a old fashioned? Would you like to explain, Big D? So uh, it's very simple. So I wouldn't know this this language. It's very simple. So uh, you get an ounce and a half of uh, bourbon, whatever bourbon you know you choose. Of your liking, uh, you do two dashes of orange bitters. Uh, then uh, you add two sugar cubes and a little bit of water, and pretty much uh, you basically mix those three things together. And if you'd like, you can go ahead and um, you know squeeze fresh uh, orange juice, and then pretty much as the garnish, 
uh, you cl- uh, slice a uh, orange, I guess, an orange skin, and you ra- uh, wrap it around the rim of mm-hmm. your glass, and then you uh, drop it in the bottom of your drink, and there you go. And this is optional. Uh, the the cherries, uh, the Marciano cherries, the maraschino uh-huh. cherry, yes, or maraschino, yes, that is optional. Okay, okay, and boom, there it is. And, and it's a uh, depending on where you go, uh, it is actually a delicious cocktail uh, when made right. Because if they don't make it right, it is bitter. It is harsh. Uh, you can you could drink it straight, or you could drink it on the rocks. Uh, I prefer it on the rocks. So uh, when I made mine, I, I poured it over ice. Okay. Um, but yeah, no, it was a delicious drink. Uh, the way Daniel makes it, that's a traditional way to do it. If you go to any bar in Yuma. Or something like that they're gonna try to do it um like the quick way and that's when usually ends up pretty harsh wow yeah but well in any drink not made right tastes pretty gross <laughs> yeah yeah and um yeah exactly but daniel the reason why i had a little bit to contribute to that uh was because you know i, I i've seen the episodes of drunk history we were talking about like the early episodes of Drunk History when these guys were clearly plastered. Yeah. And, we, you know, the question was, is Daniel there yet? Because you were going to be the storyteller. Yeah. Uh, I had thought that Mitch was going to be the storyteller, but I was wrong. He's the host and you are the storyteller. So, yeah, we had to get you to the level of those other guys in season one or whatever on those Drunk History episodes. And I was like, nah, dude, you're not there. Have another drink. And, we did get you there. You were ready, but then on the couch you were you were chilling with another drink, and it was the harshest drink in that house. It was that scotch whiskey that you had brought. Yeah, and and anybody who's a whiskey drinker uh, knows that scotch is not to be fucked with. Scotch is like a really harsh, a really strong hitting whiskey from Scotland. Yep. And you were you were sipping that in between parts of your story, and I was getting concerned. But as the audio guy, like that's not my, you know, that's you know, I can't make it. I can't cut and say stop drinking. You know, <laughs> I had no idea it was going to be that rough. So you were already there, and you were drinking more while you were telling your story, and you were doing great. You were doing so great, and as your sound guy. You had done this motion where you were explaining this part of your story and you're pantomiming and you hit your mic and it peaked so hard that I had to actually take my headset off and I had to cut the scene and say, hey, you need to rewind, go back to where you were. And I think at that point, not only did I slow your roll, but you you were drunk so bad, dude. Like when I was adjusting your mic, you were your drink was falling out of your cup and spilling onto the floor. That's how drunk you were. And then, and then when we Damn. tried to rewind and have you retell that story, you were just like, where was I? And that that was it. That was the rest of the <laughs> night was like, where where was I? Where was And I was like, um and then Mitch couldn't even get you back on track and then you passed out. I was like, oh yep. dude. <laughs> <laughs> so so much for attempt number one. Uh, I know Jarvis get on your face. Drunk comic book history where we're uh do you have a reshoot scheduled anytime 
Um, I should next time I should be down should be around uh, Turkey Day, so hopefully we can Ooh. go ahead and reschedule for that. All right, but in the meantime, Mitch has Drum Comic Book History episode scheduled with other storytellers. Yes. So there you go. You know what you should do, Daniel, is you should get like plastered ass drunk, like every weekend up until that point, and then read that comic book. Like, because your drunk <laughs> recollection. Drunk <laughs> yeah, exactly. Your drunk recollection could use some work. And that, so there you go. You're going to be doing your homework, right? Just take like four shots of scotch and just read that comic book. Think about it. <laughs> that will be that will be my homework assignment for you. I will I will test sure you. Miranda week. will super appreciate that. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, but that's my homework assignment for you now. So I'll I'll check in on you every week. All right. Every podcast recording, I'll ask, "Did you do your homework?" And you, your answer should be yes. Oh, well, I'll let you know. <laughs> All right. So that was our weekend, everyone. Uh, let's get on with the news. We have a couple of articles. Uh, the first one is out of Houston, and that's with Bill O'Brien. Uh, the Houston Texans are 0-4 to start off the year. And Bill O'Brien, head coach. Man, that guy got fired. What is happening in Houston, you guys? What? is going on over there like you know what's going on in texas because both teams kind of suck this year what's going on guys so here's my assessment here's my assessment and i've said this early on in the season d hop got traded away from houston and deshaun watson he lost his biggest weapon at receiver and i would say his most reliable uh, but then they also started the year without Will Fuller. And that was supposed to be the guy that comes in and replaces D-Hop. Now that he's healthy and playing again, totally not the same. Totally not the same. Like the offense is what's killing that Houston Texans team. And the defense is kind of just trying to hold the pieces together. But I saw that Houston's defense. They're not, they're not that great either. And I hate to say it. Their their ability to stop the run isn't there. Same as in Dallas, all right? But the difference that's happening in Dallas, and the, probably the reason why they're 1-3 instead of 0-4, is that at least their offense can play the game. Uh, Dak Prescott has a Dude, lot of weapons. Fal- Falcons could have beat them, and they could have been 0-4. That's true. That is very true. Like... The Falcons have been miserable this year, having (laughs) 20-point leads and just blowing it. In the fourth quarter. Exactly. Not even in the third quarter. Not even in the second half, but just the fourth quarter. They just blew their their double-digit lead twice in a row. And they didn't even, in week four, they didn't even come close. And I'm surprised they haven't fired the coach. Yeah, Dan Quinn, he still has a job. But Bill O'Brien had brought the Houston Texans. Here, here's my thing. Bill O'Brien had brought the Houston Texans to the playoffs. Uh, several times. Yeah, several times within the last five years. You know? Yeah. He's a decent coach, but because they're 0-4 now, that's his fault. And, you know, it kind of is, because, you know, from the reports I've read, Bill O'Brien had the chance to extend the D-Hop contract or trade him, and he chose to trade. 
because he had because he probably Say thought he had a replacement. Really great for the Cardinals. Just to point that to out. Some, to some degree, all right? The Cardinals it's are working two out, two. but at the same yeah. time, Kyler Murray isn't the quarterback the Cardinals need. He, I don't believe in him. Yeah. They lost he's not two a in a row. Guy. He's, he's more of a, a, a quarterback that wants to be a running back. Yeah, exactly. He'd be great for the Wildcat formation. But, I mean, he's so short. Has anybody watched the Cardinals play offense lately? Yes, we yeah. all he's know he's so, short. They talked about he's it all so last year. He's so tiny. <laughs> There's the Candace. By the way, Brian, Candace is a Cardinals fan. But here's my thing with the Cardinals is that, yes, I think they're, they're packing up a good. lot. Okay. Here's the thing. Uh, they, should, they should have utilized him, you know, in some other – like, he's a mobile quarterback for sure. Uh, but I think the Cardinals want him to be a pocket passer first. And then if he can't find, through his progression, if he can't find an open receiver, they want him to run. And that, in this NFL, is becoming a little bit more predictable. Because if you see, they're doing a great job against Deshaun Watson. Defenses are. I feel like defenses are starting to do good, a better job against him. The only thing is that Deshaun Watson can be a pocket pra- passer if he wants to be. Guy's got, guy's got an arm. The guy's tall enough. If he can spot an open receiver, he's going to throw the ball that way. Kyler Murray does not have that advantage. Now, we've gone from Texas teams now to Arizona's team. But whatever. We're going to move on. Bill O'Brien, fired. What's going to happen with the Houston Texans? I believe they said the defensive coordinator is taking over that position. We'll see if he can run things differently, but I doubt it. Honestly, I doubt it. Unless they have a culture change, uh, unless they bring in a key receiver. I know that they've been eyeballing Antonio Brown. So if they get their way, they're they're probably going to draft him or not draft him, but pick him up at a free agency. We'll see. We'll see. And Brian, you had a pretty interesting story early on. Brian, co-worker of mine. B. Rye. Oh, the story about uh, <clears throat> Golden Tate and Jalen Ramsey? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I guess uh, last year, uh, Jalen Ramsey was with Golden Tate's sister. They were actually like in a long-term relationship. He got her pregnant and then left her, dumped her while she was pregnant, and went with another girl. So then they had this beef going on between that, and then they got into a fist fight after the Giants uh Rams game this past Sunday. Dang, dude. That's some crazy ass drama right there, dude. Like But the thing is you should you shouldn't take family issues no your career. Um exactly that as grown men and pretty much you shouldn't be handling a situation of your sisters, you know. Um you have no control of that stuff. Very true. And and then you know they're gonna get fined like crazy. So yeah, they're they probably gonna get money out of his pocket. Yeah, I was gonna say they're probably gonna get fined. Uh, they'll probably get some suspensions for sure. We'll see um, if that fine's bigger than the the fine for not wearing masks for the coaches. What do you think? Yeah. Oof. Right. Yeah, I was gonna say that that fine would be huge for those players because that you know it's a hundred <laughs> hundred grand for yeah, those coaches who weren't wearing masks. I think it's pretty ridiculous. But then to have like a altercation about. Um, you know, family drama that's not, you know, that doesn't belong on the field for sure. Um, yeah. And then, like, 
what type of role model are they presenting to, you know, future generations? Exactly. Fix the contract um, on the moral clause. Right. You know, it, it, it can be huge. And I have to say, like, some of the stuff that the NFL fines for, I don't always agree, but I always love to see how much money the NFL <laughs> takes from these players <laughs> over some stuff. Right. You know, because, you know, we did the math with the coaches, right? I know for sure that players get $10,000 per game that they play. Uh, and if they do a hundred grand, that's at least ten games, which is a majority of their season. That's uh, what two thirds of their season, right there. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a yeah. lot of pay being docked. You know. Yeah. So, I, you know, I, I will see. I wonder where it's going to go with the with the league and everything. If they determine that attack was premeditated, it's it's going to be even worse for sure. So we'll see. And I was going to say Golden Tate is with the New York Giants and Jalen Ramsey is with the LA Rams. Yep. And both are pretty impactful players. I would say Jalen Ramsey is one of the top cornerbacks in the league. Golden Tate used to be one of the top receivers, um, but he's still a playmaker. He's a dangerous-ass playmaker for sure. Oh, yeah, for sure. And that's our news for this week. I'm sorry I don't have a segment for you guys, but for sure, for sure, next week, we're definitely going to do more fun segments uh, like the one we did last week. All right, so let's go over the results from week four. And in game one, we actually have Big D versus Candice. He had a teacup visiting the Tempe Super Kame team, and uh, Big D, you came up on top on that one. 111.82 to Whiskey in a Teacup. 86.94. We, we need some audio. The wow, wow, wow. <laughs> the sad trombone. Dude, this yeah. just hasn't been my year. And I forgot to check my team. One of my guys was on by. Yeah, I was going to say. Injured. He's out for the season. Like... Dude, he got in, like, yeah, he got injured in the first quarter of that game. I, there was no hope. <laughs> Dang, that's rough. But you had on the Tempe Super Cami team, you had Odell Beckham Jr. finally show up to a ball game and put up 38.4 points against the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> Fucking terrible ass defense. And I, you know what the saddest part about that game was is that on paper, it looks like it was a close game. They Cowboys lost by 11 points, but that was all in the fourth quarter. Uh, this was a blowout from the get-go for the Cleveland Browns. But good win for you, Cammy, or I should say Big D. Uh, looks yeah. like you did not leave many points on your bench. In fact, you... You pretty much didn't leave any points, so good on you. Uh, Thank you. On Candace's side, though, she had a player that was on by. She admits that she didn't even check her roster before the game. What up, Candace? Wait, what what happened there with Juju Smith Schuster? What's what's the deal there? <laughs> You know, I just had a really busy week with um, other stuff going on in my life, and I just totally spaced it, because I usually, like, that's the first thing I do, like, when I get off the podcast, 
last night as I checked my team, make sure everybody's good for the week. And uh, it just sure. didn't happen. And obviously, I'm consequences for this. So, yeah. You know and what? We had a wager. So, like, I definitely am going to pay the consequences. That being said, uh, we determined on that wager on Friday night. And, I, and during our podcast last week, Big D had mentioned it. So, what is that wager, guys? So the wager is um, Candace will have to listen to one metal song a day for seven days in a row, and she must record her reaction, and uh, she also needs to have the lyrics <laughs> for a side-by-side comparison so she knows what she's listening to. <laughs> nice. You know, because uh, like, is it going to be like like death metal where it's like they're just squeeing the entire time and you can't listen you can't even understand what they're saying so like that's what i imagine when you say metal it honestly all depends on my mood i know uh for a fact there's gonna be some iron maiden there okay so not exactly death metal all the time right cool deal and so candace are you prepared to accept that challenge that I would accept it uh, nice. Friday night. So yeah. Okay. Are so, you gonna um, just you know, Miranda? Oh, I, I just want everybody to know that Miranda was rooting for uh, for Candace. Uh, she wanted me to be miserable for uh, you know for a whole week. Right. She would have made you listen to Taylor Swift, right? Yes, and um, amongst other things. T Swizzle. Yes. My- but now she doesn't even. Yes. Thank you, Miranda. Shout out to my girl, Miranda. <laughs> I was really looking forward to making your life miserable, too, with some Taylor Swift. and That's know. okay. Well, now you get the death metal. Good on you. Metal. <laughs> Just metal, whatever. Metal genre, metal. metal spectrum. How about that? In our next matchup, we had the spit roast bowl. That would be John... Or I'm sorry, Tiger Eggplants visiting the Gotham Knights. Uh, so John visiting Little D. And Little D came out the winner on that one. He won 146 to John's 113.2. Uh, John, you're the only one here today. So like, tell me your thoughts on that game. Uh, there was some bad voodoo up in the air. There was, I think, really what was the difference maker... He had Melvin Gordon, Adam Thielen, and George Kittle all just kind of balling out. Whereas you did have a few good players yourself. I mean, you had Kyler Murray putting up 23 points, Aaron Jones putting up about 22, and then Mark Andrews putting up 20.7. But everything else, uh, you had Marvin Jones uh, only getting you two points. Um, Yeah, Sir Lane only got me two points. Yeah. It was kind of, kind of. Yeah, I want to say Kittle, Kittle single-handedly won that game <laughs> for Daniel. Essentially, yeah. If not for his forty points on on George Kittle's end, like you would have probably won that one. And um, ironically, he didn't play Tom Brady, who ended up balling out. Yeah, you know, and he's and he's always struggled with his quarterbacks. Um, like anytime he starts Tom Brady, Tom Brady does shitty. <laughs> um, and then the moment he benches him, and I, I don't know, man, he put Nick Foles in <laughs> for for Nick Foles. No, yeah, 
And you put Nick Foles in. I, I would have been like, nah, man, you should put Tom Brady in the show. Um, here's the thing. All right. Tom Brady, he's uh, he's on a warpath. He's, he's got a point to prove, and he's going to prove it in the most harsh way possible. So I, I don't know. My feeling is he's going to try to run up the score on some people, you know? Not me. Yep. All right. So uh, you guys had a challenge in that game, too. And what's going yes, happen? we did. So our challenge was um, the winner got to choose a bad a movie that they know the other person doesn't like to rewatch and then uh, talk about it. Uh, do like a, a one minute rant or something about the movie. And he specifically chose one that we actually watched together when it first came out, the movie AI. I hated that movie so much in the theater, <laughs> just sitting there waiting for it to end. And then it just kept getting worse and worse as it kept going to like the moment the credits started, I jumped out of my seat and left. I left all my snacks behind. I just oh, couldn't wait to get out of that damn theater. Really? And so he wants me to relive that beautiful moment now. <laughs> nice. And uh, he said that that movie streams on Amazon Prime Video, right? So that is correct. To... So I guess I'm going to have to watch that sometime this week <laughs> and report back. That's nice. Really weird ending, right? It's a stupid ending. It's, it's it like a I'll say it's... this. I'll say this. It could have been good if it ended like. 10 minutes before it actually did because that would have been nice. an interesting dark ending but then it just keeps going and going and it just it becomes more ludicrous as it goes I, I, you know I, I just I, that's I don't beautiful you know what maybe we could do uh, maybe we could borrow Andy's uh, movie review vlog studio for that because he does a lot of movie review <laughs> vlogs for his YouTube channel maybe we could just use that or right, maybe, maybe you could do yeah, some no. sort of a vlog we, maybe we can do a we could do a cross podcast with uh, watching AI. Yeah, no, I I join you in a heartbeat, dude. Let me know when you plan to watch it. I'll join you. Very well, because I've never seen it. <laughs> and so, at least I'll have a fresh perspective on that. Yeah, you're not missing anything. If it's the one I'm thinking of, yeah, I will not be joining you. I don't like that movie. <laughs> okay, well. Interesting. I, I wonder how it's going to go. All right. So our next matchup is our game of the week. We had Quanway or another visiting the Glizzy Gladiator. Uh, unfortunately, neither of, of them are available to join us, but I think that Quanway is going to be sending us in some audio. So we will definitely be hearing from him at least before the end of the podcast. Um, Quan Wei lost that one, 139.6 to Glizzy Gladiators, 140.2. That's how close this game was. And it went back and forth on Monday night because they both had starters. So we'll just kind of go over real quick who their players that stood out were. Glizzy Gladiators had Josh Allen, who's been balling out this year. He's, he's the quarterback for the... Buffalo Bills, who are now 4-0. and Like, they've been doing a great job this year, so good on them. Uh, he had Ezekiel Elliott, who is consistently doing a great job for the Cowboys offense. 
Uh, let's see. Terry McLaurin, Washington wide receiver. I was looking at that guy on the frickin' wire. Um, they pretty much said that he's a high-producing wide receiver for that offense. And I was like, yeah, but for the Washington Redskins, or sorry, sorry, not the Redskins, the Washington football team. Oh my gosh, dude. And I was like, no, I didn't even, I didn't even pick him up. I overlooked him and I probably shouldn't have because that guy balled out this weekend. Got 21.8 points for the glizzy, glizzy gladiators. And on the other side, you had Gardner Minshew, quarterback for the Jacksonville Jaguars, starting for Quan Wei, who finally scored above 20 points. I don't, I don't know why Quan Wei would have started him over Matt Stafford, who would have gotten two more points and probably won him that game. But, you know, you know it's these blunders that you do. And uh, he probably knows better for next week. Uh, Alvin Kamara always balls out. Got him 21 points. Amari uh, Cooper, though, wide receiver for the Dallas Cowboys. He's He balled out this week, or I'm sorry, this past week, but the week before he didn't. And th- that's kind of what we're getting out of this Dallas offense. They like to cycle their receivers, I think. So I bet you anything that the other receiver core is, you know, like the second string receivers or whatever are, are going to ball out while Amari Cooper doesn't next week in game five against the Giants. We'll see. We will see. But DJ Chark, DJ Chark getting 30 points. Who would have seen that coming? But they lost to the Cincinnati Bengals. And the Bengals got their first win of the season. Good on them. But I think Jeremy, both Jeremy and I think Glizzy Gladiators, they, they put all the points they can get on the board. Yeah. Uh, Joe Burrow, with uh, with his first win of the season, only put up 15.1 points. Uh, I just think that as a rookie, they're, they're, they're going to use Joe Burrow to get ahead, and then they're just going to run the ball uh, and, and try to try to pound out the clock that way. For the Glizzy Gladiators, if they would have started the Philadelphia Eagles defense, and this is a surprise against the San Francisco offense, but the Eagles defense got 14 points against the San Francisco 49er offense. No way. And if Jeremy was here, he'd be crying because he really loves the 49ers. And here's another fact that probably cost Quanway the game as well, but the Cardinals defense in their loss to Carolina cost Quanway two points. So there's that. He started the wrong quarterback and his defense sucked. You know. Go uh-huh. figure. Candace, it happens. What's with your defense? Any given Sunday, right, Candace? Any given Sunday, I'm telling you, these are the best of the best and they mess up every Sunday. <laughs> I'll drink to that. I'm out of alcohol. Oh well. <clears throat> <laughs> So uh, our next game then coming up was the UMC boys playing against the Ghost Valley Phantoms. And before that game, the Ghost Valley Phantoms sent us an ominous message and said, the UMC boys suck. I already know they're going to lose. So I want Andy to do the Iggy. Is it the Icky? Icky shuffle, which is, yeah, which is some sort of 
dance. I have no idea. And the Ghost Valley Phantoms not only delivered, but they delivered the highest score in our league for the week. Like, who the hell is this guy? And it is a dude. And it is a mystery. But apparently he shares the same love for uh, Dutch Bros that I do. Yes. So good for him. He has good taste. Yep, Dutch Bros is great. <laughs> Lots of love Dutch brothers. For, the, for the Dutch Bros. Is I'm it Dutch Bros or is it Dutch Brothers? No, it's I... Dutch Brothers, but up here we call it Dutch Bros. Yeah. Nobody calls it Dutch Brothers. In the valley, we yeah. call it I think, Dutch I think Bros. It's a, it could be an age thing. Okay. Whatever. I call it Dutch Bros. But I work with a lot of younger people, so there, there we go. The little baby. Just like, you know, the debate we had with Insa or the Gram the other day. <laughs> oh, yeah. By the way, I won that debate. Thank you, Daniel. Thank you, You're Big welcome. D, for... Yes. So... Yeah, do we do you want to go over how you discovered that that was that that I was right? That, that I, I listened to a uh, Tiesto song with the uh, with Post Malone, and uh, she wanted to do it for the gram. That's the that's the lyric, and then we came okay, okay, came to terms that you're right. Talking about Instagram, are you sure that yeah. wasn't just a drug reference? That's what I was saying, so but no, I think in were, that sense it means Instagram. Yeah, you were doing some context, right? You were you were using you know context clues in that's, the reference of still, doing it for the grab. Drugs. <laughs> <laughs> and, in that sense, uh, I don't think it was drugs. I think it was Instagram. Yeah, yeah. So there you go, guys. I was right. I'm vindicated. Yes. <laughs> Way low. That's all. <laughs> I'm not I'm not gonna let that get to my head at all. Uh but Ghost Valley Phantoms. How the hell would he know that Joe Mixon of all players for the Cincinnati Bengals would fucking ball out? I, I think he had the highest score of any fantasy player this week. He he balled out with a score of forty two point one points. Uh, and that was it. Uh, the Ghost Valley Phantoms had a negative one on their defense. Miles Sanders, for, running back for the Philadelphia Eagles, only got in 9.6 points. And Zach Ertz for the Philadelphia Eagles, one of the worst teams in the league and number one in the NFC East, only got him seven points. Like, they fucking suck. But the rest of the players on his team got him a score of 153.7. Like, Fuck him. <laughs> I'm hating. I'm allowed to hate. <laughs> uh, whereas the UMC boys, I think, put up the highest score of his season as well. With a f- score of 130.64, just couldn't squeeze out more points. You know, just couldn't. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Drew Brees starting at quarterback. And I would have bet I would have started Drew Brees, too. Against the Detroit Lions, why might as well, but Drew Brees only got him 15 points. Chris Carson did great as usual. Mike Evans, I didn't see that one coming, honestly. Um Tom Tom Brady found the ball more often this time around than usual. They got the W over there in LA. Great win for them. Uh that was a come from behind win, too. Kareem Hunt, running back for the... Okay, so here's the thing. Kareem Hunt 
is the backup running back in Cleveland. He's sharing reps with with Chubb, Nick Chubb. And Nick Chubb got injured. So Kareem Hunt literally got him 20 points when he probably wouldn't have on a regular basis. Whatever. Nick Chubb got injured. Kareem Hunt got 20 points. Good on them. The Chiefs defense, though, I didn't see that happening. 18 points just for that defense. Good shit. And then game of the week number two. This one was supposed to be a close game until Monday night happened. And then Aaron Rodgers balled out. This is the Yuma Dem Boys visiting the Rebel Alliance of American Football. Your boy, the commissioner, was the big loser in that one. (laughs) Yuma Dem Boys came out big. With a score of 130.76 to my 108. Whatever. Um, yeah. Let's 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 move on from that. But damn boys, your first week on the podcast. Your yeah. first win of the season. <laughs> but, hey man, I'm just happy. I'm happy. Um, oh snap. <laughs> you had you had Aaron Rodgers, and then that guy balled out for you. Got you 29.58 points. I thought Aaron Rodgers was going to do more against the Atlanta defense. Yeah. Well, oh. Here's the thing. You started Aaron Rodgers. You should have started Dak Prescott. That was a surprise. But I think, the way, I mean, here's the thing. The way Dak Prescott has been playing this season, like those points came in the fourth quarter of that game, you know? It, yeah, it's hard to like it's hard to put that faith in Dak Prescott. I know, but it, it's just because the defense spends so much time on that field that in order to play catch up, they they need to put the ball in the air. You know, Dak Prescott needs to get his receivers the ball, and he's been doing that with a, a bit of consistency this season. And if it weren't for a couple of fumbles in that game, that game could have been closer, you know. So who knows? And and if you were watching that game, the Cowboys got up to a fourteen to seven lead, and they just shot themselves in the foot two drives in a row on the first play of each one of those drives, and all of a sudden the score became twenty-one to fourteen, and then Cleveland Browns just blew up. They just kind of skeeted all over all over the Dallas Cowboys. It's the Cowboys. Do they ever have a great year? <laughs> I mean. Sometimes, you know, if they could put the pieces together. Like, here's the thing with them is that their defense is either great and then their offense sucks. Or their offense is doing great and their defense sucks. Like, they can't just get enough talent on the field on both sides of the ball where they're decent on both ends of the ball. Just sounds like you're making excuses for your team now, Mikey. No, I'm telling you the truth because I'm their (laughs) biggest critic. I'm not, I'm not, like... I'm not going to be like rah rah cowboys every single time. I'm going to tell you truthfully my opinion on that team, and it's an honest opinion. They have the worst defense in the NFL this year. That is a fact, and that's how I really feel. We're going to move on to the losers of this game of the week. My team sucked. <laughs> I had a couple of players ball out for me. Deshaun Watson. His second game where he scored more than 20 fantasy points, and that's when I needed it because Ben Roethlisberger was on a postponed 
schedule. He wasn't supposed to have a bye week, but he did. Pay attention, Candace, because your team, your player is on the same team as me. Juju Smith-Schuster, had you been following the news, had a bye week. Yeah, I caught it. Yeah, you you caught it as a consequence. Yeah, I noticed. I noticed. (laughs) But they weren't Uh, supposed to have the bye week, were they? Or was it because of the whole Titans? It was was because of the Titans coronavirus. uh, And after the initial news came out that five um, players and personnel on the team or in the organization uh, tested positive, they were going to postpone the game to possibly Monday night as long as you know they tested again and they came out negative. Well, that didn't happen. What ended up happening was another player or personnel tested positive, and they were like, nope, Knicks. <laughs> Your game is postponed to later on the season, and uh, we we have yet to find out when they're going to play because they can't play Thursday night and then ha- play again on Sunday or Monday after that. They just mm, can't. <laughs> uh, so we'll figure out later, I guess, when those teams are going to play. You know, and, and that's that's kind of shitty. That's just a consequence of playing football during a pandemic. So you know. To be determined on that one. Uh, I guess calling a bye, though, was the best the league can do for these players. And that was that. Uh, Dalvin Cook was the next player for me who balled out. He got 28.6 points. And that was it. Everyone else kind of did basic output, except for Darren Waller, who got 15.8 points. But as you can see in this league, we're not going to celebrate anything below 20 points. So, yeah. Uh, and then my biggest bust, which we'll go over, uh, Calvin Ridley. Listed as questionable to come into the game Monday night. Uh, but there were reports that he was going to start. And so I took the gamble. It did not pay off. But coming into that game on Monday night, we were pretty much tied at one, 101 points uh, each. And I had two players, and you only had Aaron Rodgers left to play, and Aaron Rodgers just blew up on the Atlanta Falcons defense. Uh, Mason Crosby only got me seven points, which was the difference there. Calvin Ridley got me zero points, and we'll go over that in our biggest bust. And that was game of the week number two. So this week, y'all, Big D, Little D, we're bringing the heat. Yes. Do you know why? Because of the challenges? <laughs> yes. All right. So once I get my computer to show me the matchup for week five, we're gonna go over we're gonna go over that. Shit's not happening here with my ESPN app right now. It's just it's just not. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, my ES- Mike. My ESPN no, app is it. taking a big dump right now is just be like no nah, i don't i don't want to show you what matchup for week five all right there you go john did you hear the click of the mouse in my i did not oh what i did in my headset i can hear it <laughs> i heard it all right so you know what we went there let's just go there i have you next week big d and you're going yeah. down you're going down <laughs> because if you go down as a consequence, you will have to do the one chip challenge. And uh, if I lose, I don't. 
I and know. I say, bring it. Yeah. Well, I, I feel like because of all the other challenges you've done in the off season, do you want to go over like every one of your your spicy whatever challenge? You're going to destroy your inner your inner linings. Do you want to go over everything you've done during COVID? Uh, <laughs> um, I did that uh, two times. Uh, ramen, uh, two times hot, spicy level ramen, uh, which isn't too bad. Which you uh, did it did it the right way, by the way. Like, uh, there's a lot of people who leave the water in the sauce, and uh, or I'm sorry, they leave the water in their ramen and they mix the spicy sauce with it. And I feel like that waters it down. What you're supposed to do is you're supposed to drain the ramen, put the spicy sauce on it, and mix and eat it that way, right? Yes, um, it says drain the water. You're supposed to leave between two to three tablespoons of water in there so the mm -hmm. sauce mixes well, not like the entire fucking water. Yeah, and that's what you did. You did that twice, yeah. or you just did that once and it's just two times hot? Um, I have actually done it twice. It oh, right. actually doesn't have that flavor because um, I did it again after doing that challenge because I did enjoy right. the flavor. <laughs> um, I did the blazing challenge from buffalo uh right this was before they incorporated ghost pepper into their blazing sauce and so now they actually stepped it up and Ooh. they removed the ghost pepper and they actually added a Cara carolina reaper to it uh, but i haven't have not done it with the ghost or with the carolina reaper but i bought my own ghost pepper sauce and made my own wings uh and i did that too and i did the toe of satan um to complete Jeez. the toe of satan challenge is you have to have it in your mouth for five minutes. I got to 345, uh, three minutes and 45 seconds, and I had to stop because I felt like I was going to throw up. Oh my gosh. <laughs> for five, what do you like? I don't know. I guess if you do the toe challenge for five minutes, you just get bragging rights and that's it. Right. Like, <laughs> well, you know what? All right. So that being said, all right, we went with the toe challenge. Uh, Andy has yet to do the toe challenge. And now that was my has... bad. I was supposed to bring it down last week when I was visiting, but I forgot. <sighs> yeah, but even still, like, if you had brought it and gave it to Danny, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Andy, like, he, he still has to, like, regardless. Yes. Uh, he still has to. So if any anybody in Phoenix are coming down to Yuma, uh, go, go see Big D first so that he can deliver that toe <laughs> challenge. Uh, that being said, if anyone in Yuma are going up to Phoenix, give you know give Big D a, a visit. Right. Yes, a ask him about his uh, his drunk history podcast. How that went? <laughs> Please don't. Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, we need the bit. We need the toe in Yuma. Uh, I mean, I guess you have no other option now but to wait until really quick. November. So this thing it's been in daniel's mouth and then you're gonna put it in andy's mouth is that what i'm no it's a whole new no it's a whole new oh, okay that, that's covid in the making man <laughs> <laughs> i like how candace has just thought like uh is this thing gonna just be passed around or what? Hey, if there's any germs on that thing the the scoville heat test on that would have killed it by now yeah because yeah, it's over nine million. Oh, really there you go. Yeah. That's science. Because yes, then technically uh, you can just, you know, swap that in everybody's mouth and 
you should all be just fine. Yeah, exactly. No, it's like when you're, at a, at a, when you're at a party and everybody's passing around a bottle of Fireball, they're like you'll be fine. You won't get herpes. The, the cinnamon. <laughs> <does it. laughs> Is that right? <laughs> now that you know this. <laughs> Because <laughs> I didn't it, get the herpes. It's science. <laughs> <laughs> so back to our challenge then. Um, the one chip challenge. Uh, I sent you some information on that. And then uh, because of my challenge with Lil D earlier, my, if I lose that challenge, Lil D is in my debt. And he has to do it for me. <laughs> the great part about this is that he went ahead and did the research and he's like, well, if I if Mike loses, I'm fucked. I'll just oh. kind of read the screenshot he sent to us and I'll, I'll try to do this, you know, in narrator voice so I don't bore everyone to death. And talking is tough sometimes. So and it goes. It hits like a reaper does. A few seconds, in come the needles. First okay. on your tongue, and the second on the first swallow or cough when the dust hits the back of your throat where it makes... Oh, God. <laughs> my my freaking screen just died on me. Where it makes a home for the next 20 minutes. And then this this person describes like exactly how badly it burns. Burn time, bad for 3 to 5 minutes. Annoying for another 10 to 20. Even after 45 minutes, you knew you had something hot recently. God dang, dude, that really sucks, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, but I'm glad I won't have to do it win or lose. <laughs> but Daniel, it just sounds like you've prepared for this moment and you're, you've made yourself ready. Yeah. I, <clears throat> I'm ready to shit fire if I have to. Uh, all right. So the other part of that pod, uh, I'm sorry, that challenge is that you have to record that challenge in the process. So you have to actually be doing a vlog, do the one chip challenge. And um, I guess the part of the challenge is you have to consume the entire chip. Yes. And I mean, it's the size of regular Dorito. I've seen it. Yeah, it's a it's a regular tortilla chip and you have to eat the whole thing. Oh, that and it, it sounds sounds like it's powdered as fuck. Like it has all that spicy powder all over it. It's designed to make you cough, and if you cough, it just coats the coats your your throat and your lungs. I imagine. I have no idea. <laughs> and then your, your esophagus. As as soon as you uh, finish putting it in your mouth, you also you also try to rub one out real quick. Oh God, no. <laughs> That would okay. be a, that would be a John challenge. So so how about this? <laughs> how about this? I'm feeling uh feeling daring, and I'm willing to take one for the team. So if I lose a challenge, obviously I'll go ahead and do it on my own. Don't care. Okay. But if you lose and you have to pass it on to Little D, how about okay. he get, he gets a pass? He just has to pay for this and has to ship it to my home, and I'll do it. What? No, no, he I does not to. get a pass. If you just want to do it, just do it. All right. But okay, fine. Then never mind. Yeah, I mean, regardless, if I yeah, lose to you, I will do it. <laughs> there. I mean, see, if you do it that way, then there goes my fun. In, oh, that's true. In, you don't get to see him suffer. Exactly. 
All right. And well, we like to suffer in this team. Other people yeah. like to, you know, celebrate wins. We like to suffer. Oh, shoot. Yeah, I did forget. Brian and I did have a challenge in ours. It was kind of it was kind of a small one, but the loser had to essentially do what me and Richard were were going to do uh last season and since we both play Grand Theft Auto 5, um we were supposed to sell something out of our collection of cars. Uh, just one oh, thing yeah. this time, and Brian gets to select out of my, I don't know, five or six garages, which car he wants me to sell. Yeah, but that's okay. I, I, I'm not really, I don't really play it that much to be getting a car. Uh, <laughs> okay, but it was one of my cars, but okay. Well, <laughs> there you go. You just let me off the hook, guys. <laughs> off the hook. Yeah. That's right. I get to keep my collection. Cute. <laughs> And, you know, GTA these days, they're just giving away free money anyway. I believe yeah. if, you, if you log on like once a month, they give you a million bucks in that game. Right. Which is the kind of defeats the whole purpose of grinding anymore. The next... So you don't really have to do bank heist anymore either. Yeah, but see, I just do it because I enjoy it. And then you do get a lot more money. Things True. cost a lot more than one million bucks these days in that game. <laughs> so, I mean... Yes, they give away free money, but they up the price on literally everything. If you want a decent car in that game, you're going to have to bust out, you know, multiple millions of fake money. This is a thing that happens now. All right. So up next, we have the Glizzy Gladiators visiting the Gotham Knights. Uh, Neither player is here. I imagine someone submitted audio and they might have a challenge. We'll just have to keep you updated. Okay, After that, okay. we have the Ghost Valley Phantoms versus Whiskey in a Teacup. Yeah, I think we lost Candace temporarily. I have no idea. Yeah, we did. So Candace is not here to go over that. But just because you guys are here, Ghost Valley Phantoms issued out a challenge. It's an old school meme, but the loser has to take a photo, one photo for every day of the week with a shoe on their head. Okay. I don't know. It kind of seems like okay, but if you know Candace, you know that she's also a germaphobe, and I don't, know <laughs> she's, I don't know if she's down with putting the shoe on the head. I was going to say, if uh, this is a reference to the old 4chan days, there's another part yeah. of that challenge that we're skipping out on. What's that? I'll leave that up to you to uh, figure out. And Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. I have to know now. I I will. I will. But yeah, uh, it was an old school internet thing. Meme, I guess. Um, But now she has to do one every day of the week. So seven photos, seven days. I'm guessing that she could do all seven in one day like I did with my photo shoot. But yeah, interesting stuff. Now I'm interested. Now I'm going to look it up, what that's about. Or you could just tell us and quit being such a tease. Whatever, John. Hey, you know me. (laughs) (laughs) all right uh that being said brian and tiger eggplants y'all have a matchup next week you madem boys are visiting the tiger eggplants dang i know i had to edit my lineup a little bit but i'm still looking a little a little rough against him i see that uh i see that you're projected 
higher at 107.2 to his 91.4. I'm thinking about whenever I didn't even substitute. So, all right, on right on. It's because um, he has a person that's out on a bye week. Just don't let him know. All right. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. And you just literally <laughs> told him, yeah, yeah. We'll see. I'll I'll try to keep him distracted for you. No, that's fine. <laughs> some competitive fantasy football. There you go. There you go. Uh, it looks like y'all are going to have some pretty close matchups. And uh, even if he subs, you know, some of his players, eh, it might be pretty close. So maybe this is a game to watch coming into week five. All right. And then our last matchup in week five is another set of players who are not here. The UMC boys versus Quanway or another UMC boys are coming into that matchup uh, with a one and three record to Quanway's complete opposite, three and one. And it's also looking like Quanway is going to walk away with this one as well. We shall see. There are a lot of injuries on the other side, and it's just going to be up in the air as to whether Andy's even he's even paying attention this year. I have, I have no idea. We'll see. So that's our matchups for week five. The league standings. Uh, I haven't been paying. I haven't been doing a lot of the updates on the, the league standings. But now that we're four games in and now that we have a clear picture of what's happening in our league. So we have four teams that are three and one. And surprise, surprise, like literally the biggest surprise is that Tepe Super Cami team. Yes. The player who literally walked into this league just to do the silly challenges and has never played fantasy football in his life are one of those three and one teams. He is tied for number one in the league. Woo! <laughs> On the opposite end of the spectrum, there are four teams tied for last place at a record of one and three. And uh, I, I'm one of those people. I suck. But then again, Candace is the one leading the way for uh, our Geeko. She has the least amount of points. Shit, but it's not even my fault. Like, <laughs> they, they, they're just not there, the points. That's that's okay. It's okay. They will happen. I, I'm pretty sure they'll happen. We're, we're going to have to, like, like, foster in some trades here. But I mean, you're in line for the Geeko, Candice. We'll have to, we'll have to do that's something. All right. That's all right. That's all right. I've been here before. <laughs> that's right. And you came out on top of the Geeko. Just one, one score on top. Right in the middle of our league, uh, we have Master and Student. You have the Gotham Knights and the Tiger Eggplants. Former friends, now Nemesis. Tell us last week. Nemesis, but you guys are still tied. You guys are at a record of two and two in the uh, league. So, I mean, all I can say is you're in good standing. Um, if the season ended today, there's only four teams that are going to make it into the playoffs, and uh, anyone with a two and two record or worse uh, won't, won't make it. Um, so, literally, right now, the only playoff teams. It, you know, assuming the season ends today, that would be 
Tempe, Super Cami Team, Quan Wei or another, Glizzy Gladiator, and the Phantom. Fuck that guy. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Quan Wei or another is the one uh, kind of leading the way on that one. He has the most points in the league uh, at 594 points. So good on him. That being said, guys, uh, we are going to do our next segment kind of differently this week. So if everyone's been watching, we're actually going to go over our matchups last week. And we're just going to talk about our worst players because this is the biggest bust. And uh, you know what? I'm saving the biggest bust for last. And she knows who she is. (gasps) So no, Candice, we're saving you for last. <laughs> Our number four player is actually on the Yuma Dem Boys. Daryl Henderson only scored four point eight points for the Yuma C Boys. What? Well, I mean, not Yuma C Boys. Yuma Dem Boys. This is confusing, Brian. You need to change your team name, okay? Andy has literally the same name as your dudes, and they're both Cowboys related. It's it's oh. weird. But the, uh, really? the Yuma Yuma C boys and the Yuma Dem boys is is confusing. I'm sorry. Okay, Yuma, okay, Mike. Okay. Yuma Dem boys. Daryl Henderson got you four point eight points. What happened there, man? Dude, I don't know. He's been doing good <laughs> past games, but like once you put somebody in that's been doing good, they start doing crappy. Yeah. My God, I don't get it. Yeah, no kidding. The last two weeks before, like. The Giants of He's all been getting teams. like yeah. above 10, you know? Yeah, no kidding. He's been getting above 10 carries. Anytime he gets above 10 carries, the guy usually balls out. But not this week. Not against the Giants, apparently. Like, what? The- yeah, and the Giants <laughs> don't really have a defense, you know? No, man, they don't. <laughs> it's, it's what it is. <laughs> and for whatever reason, they, they made that game closer than it should have. Like, how, how, how do you let the Giants score nine points on you? Rams. Exactly. All right. We're not going to go over my player yet because my player is second to last. Uh, he's one of the biggest busts. Tempe Super Cami team, you had a big bust. Devontae Adams, what happened to him? I'm not too sure. Wasn't he in a... Oh, yeah, never mind. He was yeah. a flat zero. Yeah, flat zero. Now, um, what it is is he was listed, uh, injured to come in Monday night. Uh, and I'm assuming you didn't look at that. I, I have no idea. But then again, you didn't need it. Like you didn't need the points from somebody else. I don't think you had another running back on your bench, anyways. But yeah, I think that was it. You just. Oh, I'm sorry. Devonte Adams is a wide receiver. I'm sorry. You did have another wide receiver on your bench. DJ Moore would have caught you 8.9 points had you done the switch. But not like you needed it. Um. <laughs> That's also not a real big reason for a bust if your player is injured and just never started. So that's that's what happened there. Tiger Eggplants, you had a big bust on your team. Marvin Jones Jr. Uh, why, why? I mean, I wish I knew. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He was scheduled to have more looks, um, more more balls thrown his way. Because he had, there were injuries in his position in the depth chart, and he actually moved up in that depth chart. I'm I, I just assuming they just didn't throw his way. Anyway, 
Moving on. The next biggest bust for me was Calvin Ridley. He was projected at 17.7 points and got zero flat zero. Uh, And and there's a reason. Uh, He started that game with an injury. Uh, Both he and Julio Jones actually started that game with injuries. Uh, Both players were listed as questionable going into that game. Um, And I read the reports thinking, oh, you know, they rely too heavily on Calvin Ridley in close game situations. Like, they're going to need him. They're going to need him. They're they're definitely going to throw him the ball. They threw the ball to him five times, and he caught the ball zero. They threw the ball to him in the end zone, but, okay, behind him, okay? He could have caught the ball, but the guy got walloped by the safety and dropped the ball. Like, I mean, if the, there was a better pass thrown to him, there could have been points on the board, but not enough to beat Brian. So, yeah, that was my biggest bust, but probably because he started that game injured, I'm definitely considering him for next week. I, so, yeah. But the biggest bust of the week and also dishonorable mention goes to Candice and Juju Smith-Schuster. What happened, Candice? He was on a bye, and I didn't even notice. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why he's my biggest bust. He didn't give me any points because he was on a bye, and that was totally my fault. Right, but in your defense, he was scheduled to start all the way up until Friday when the league sources said, oh, yeah, no, they're not even going to play. Yeah. No, too too many coronavirus on the Titans. No, they're not going to play. They're like, nah, fuck that. They're just, we're going to postpone the game, and we're not even going to tell NFL fans when they're going to play. Like, fuck them. Yep, so that's all, that all being said, what's going to happen with the Tennessee Titans organization? Uh, I hear there are accusations of... Uh, like mishandling in that organization. Like they, they were not following coronavirus protocols and that's why so many players ended up infected. So far, those are just allegations and that organization is being investigated now. So that's going to be interesting to see we'll, we'll follow that uh, in the news and we'll see what's going to happen there so as you guys know there are a few players who couldn't make it on this recording tonight and we're going to hear from them right now hey what's up everyone this is little d i know i gotta get used to saying that but uh what can i say i I might be little d but uh my little d is really happy right now you know what it's one or two inches whatever uh, because I won my week. I took a bite out of the tiger eggplant, so now it's a six-inch eggplant, which is probably still bigger than me, but it's okay because I got the win, and now I get to uh, hear uh, my one of my best friends relive a torture that we shared by having him not only watch the horrible movie that is AI and its ending, but also get to hear him defend how it's probably the greatest cinematic movie in history and how that ending is probably the best ending ever and i can't wait to hear that uh hopefully on the uh geeks watch next week it'll be something i will definitely um look forward to uh but yeah this week had me nervous but man my boy my tight end george kittle went through you know 
did exactly what he needed to do to get me the win, even though my poor quarterback choices are still haunting me. But hopefully next week it'll be better. It looks like I'm going up against the Glizzy Gladiator next week. I'm excited to uh, take him on, see what we can do next week. I, I don't have any bets in mind, but I'm definitely open to uh, some good bets between me and Carlos. Um, but I hope to come out victorious. I don't think it's going to be easy by any means. Um, but hopefully I can, my squad will pull through. So Carlos hit me up with a, with a bet. Uh, you can always take one of mine, either the Godfather or the Joker wager. I'd be potentially interested in that just to shake things up. But if you got another suggestion, I'm all ears. So until then, we'll talk to you guys next week. Your phantom player here. Playing against the Yuma Sea Boys was like having a bye week. I scored the highest of the week, meaning no one would have beat me, and that will be the case for the rest of the season. Whiskey in a tea cup. Might as well start drinking now, because... She's going to want to forget what happens in week five when she gets destroyed. My one-two combo that is Russell Wilson and Joe Nixon will defeat her. So, Candace, I put out the wager to you that the loser of our matchup must snap a picture with a shoe on their head and something to prove what day it is every day for seven days. So says the Phantom. Okay, guys, and thank you for your input, all two of you. I don't know, maybe three. And that's that. Candice, you did some homework over the week. You saw you you picked a butt. I did pick a butt. But do you remember his name? No, but I know he's number eleven. <laughs> number eleven for the San Francisco 49ers. Do you want to explain why you you chose him? Well, I figured anybody who can leap over another player and not touch him while holding the ball, like, deserves to have butt of the week. Yeah. But in a losing effort, I I'm sad to say they lost that game, but literally number 11 wide receiver for the San Francisco 49ers. He, he leaped over a player. Sorry. Uh, Brandon Ayuk is his name. We, we always do this every week. We talk about the play. We talk about the player. We forget to name the name. Brandon Ayuk. But yeah, leapt over the safety for the Philadelphia Eagles, which honestly is just they're they're part of the NFC, so by default they're just a ridiculous team. NFC East, I'm sorry. They're part of the NFC East. By definition, they're a ridiculous team, but they managed to win that week. And because of that, they're number one in the NFC East with a record of one, two, and one. NFC East has a combined three wins. 12 losses and one tie. And out of that stupid league, Philadelphia Eagles sits on top. 
That is some bullshit. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. That's that's just stupid. I'm gonna tell you how I really feel. Then we're gonna move on. Brandon Ayuk. I was gonna just say that button's got her stitches out and her cone off. And you know, last week I had to you know leave the podcast for a little bit because her cone came off. So uh, I'm sure you're all dying to know that she's. Uh, oh yeah, I'm dying to know. Yes, I would love to know more about buttons. In fact, we should we should just put a picture of buttons on our on our podcast banner she is now our mascot she's just so adorable look at her i can't wait to let her nipple on my arm again uh, okay, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and by by arm you mean that orifice that wrapped itself around mother's milk in season two of the boys, uh, the boys. Hey, spoilers <laughs> that that's all I'm saying. That that's not really a spoiler. Father's got a love sausage. Yeah, I finally, finally watched up to see uh the seventh episode. I am now caught up. We can now spoil the shit out of that show. Just what show are you guys talking about? The boys, Candace. You oh. need to watch it if you I, haven't I, seen I, it. Oh I man, it's a great a, show. I went on a super crazy hardcore. I watched all fifteen seasons <laughs> of Supernatural. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's that's her bender right there. I feel very dedicated. I feel like not everyone <laughs> has that type of you know dedication for fifteen seasons, but I did it. Good for I, you. I definitely don't have yeah. that much dedication, like as far as commitment goes. <laughs> like, like I committed a day. And that was a sick day to watching that episode of, or not that episode, but every episode so far of season two of The Boys. Dude, I, I can't wait for episode eight. When's that coming out? On Friday. Ooh, okay, on Friday. Nice. So, guys, that's our episode. And if you guys want to talk about the TV series, serieses that you are following, let me know on social media. You can reach me at Mike check 917 and that is m-i-c-c-z-e-c-h 917 because i want to be difficult candace where can they tweet at you at you can tweet at me i candace underscore gist and john you're you're next on my screen where can peeps tweet at you at um if you want to tweet at me uh it is at magic bollocks on twitter and uh, if you want to do it past tense you can call them twats <laughs> okay. Big D, Danny the Destroyer. Where can people tweet at you? At Danny the Destroyer on Instagram, and then you can find me at Super Daniel on Twitter. And the rest of Geekly Media is at Geekly Media on Twitter, at Geekly Media on Instagram. Facebook.com/slash Geekly Media is our Facebook page. Find archived episodes of this podcast and other podcasts from our network on our website, geekelitemedia.com. Also, check out our Patreon page for more exclusive material you can only get on Patreon. And whatever podcatcher you use to listen to us, please rate and review us to help spread the awareness of our network. But until next week, this is the Fantastical Football Podcast saying always remember to... Geek out. Geek out. This concludes our broadcast.